listeners, welcome to Two Vets Venting here with Hack and Baggins. I am back. I had a little hiatus. Hack continued on without me. Well, I did one episode. That's all right. Uh, this is episode 008. Um, this is my, I guess, seventh episode, your eighth, <laughs> since I was gone. Um, but it was, it was good to have uh, Hack's wife sit in while I was away. Yeah, she did awesome. Thanks, thanks to her for coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's awesome. Sitting with me. It was kind of relevant, too, because she's got some experience overseas, and yeah. we talked a little bit about Hong Kong and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. And on that, we would like some more guests, so if you want to be a guest, cool. Hit us up. You yeah, know where to hit us up. You can either come, come in person, we'll Skype you, whatever. Yeah. But let's do it. Anyways, so uh, let's jump right into it. Our uh, first segment, the catch-up. Um, so hey, real quick, let me let me shout my mom out. There you go. Okay, so... Last episode, I talked a little bit about the one TV scenario, right? <laughs> and I think sometimes, you know, I would have to say my mom forgets how far back my memory goes, which I, I have a pretty long memory. However, I was talking about, like, when you had the one TV and you, like, got the Nintendo when it first came out. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. we had that. Yeah, and I, like, I think a lot of people did. But, but you couldn't shut the TV off because right. you couldn't save. Right. So, like, for weeks... Maybe days. I don't know what it yeah. was. Who knows? But that's what I was talking about. <clears throat> but anyways, I got to shout my mom out because this woman, like, used to, like, she educated herself, like, got herself through nursing school, like, worked double shifts, like, did all kinds of shenanigans to make sure that we were good and, like, busted her ass to, like, get my sister and I TVs and, like, cable. Yeah. And, like, that's just not what I was talking about. I was talking about before that. So I want to apologize to my mom because <laughs> I don't, I don't think I, I hope I didn't make her feel bad, but right. like I want it to be known. Like my mom, like, like I sort of used to think in a way I kind of got some of my work ethic and stuff from a different place or a different person. And I've been thinking a lot lately yeah. and I'm just wrong. Yeah. Like I could just equate like my drive for my education from my her. mom. Yeah. My, my work ethic. I think my mom. Yeah. I mean, both my parents worked, but, you know, I think I've been looking in the wrong place for a right. very long time. Yeah, I mean, anybody can work, but who? It, not everybody works hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that goes overlooked. Or other people go to work just to avoid everything else. Right. But shout out to my mom. Yeah. One of our biggest fans. <laughs> there you go. Since day one. But <laughs> love you, Ma. <laughs> and I didn't mean to discredit anything no. you've ever done for us because yeah. you've done a ton for us. Yeah, it's something else, too. Yeah, I just, real quick, I just want to say, like, I think I've, like I said, I've been pretty introspective lately. And I might have been looking in the wrong place for a long time of as, as, of an, of the right example or what I thought was the right example. Right. And I'm just going to say I was wrong. Hey, that's all right. You know, I think, but I've, I've said a lot of things and, you know, whatever, had some stuff and I'm man enough to admit that. I, I think I meant a lot of that stuff when I said it, but I've looked back now and I, you know, shout out to my mom. <laughs> there you go. Then my beautiful niece, happy birthday, Maddie. Her birthday was yesterday. I have some crazy memories like <laughs> surrounding Maddie. So I was a long snapper in football, right? And I was known for like being a, like a guy you could count on. 
<laughs> like I'm that kid that your coach hopes shows up that can snap and like you don't have to worry about that, right? Right. And like, dude, when my sister was in the hospital with Maddie, so this is, she's 17 now, so this is 17 years ago. Yeah. Like I muffed every snap I had in practice. I just couldn't even. Right. We were like doing special teams that day. I couldn't even think. I couldn't even think straight because <laughs> I was gonna go meet my little niece for the first time, you know. Hey. And then the first time I came home from Japan on military leave, that little little munchkin came flying down the jetway. You were actually you were like you, that was so long ago. You were still allowed to go down the jetway. Yeah. It's post nine eleven, but you could still be there. Right. And she came and met me, man. I remember that was just like one of the coolest moments, and I don't think I'll ever see my niece as anything but like i think she was probably three at the time yeah that little three-year-old running down the jetway to give me a big hug man but maddie happy birthday love you kid you're welcome out here to come hang with us anytime miss you shout out there you go you had another shout out for some uh boys out out east oh yeah oh yeah our guys at stinger golf man so everybody i think we've established that we're we're golf guys. That's what Hack and Baggins really is. Right. We're golf guys. We're vets. But these guys have started a golf apparel company. They were cool enough to send us some gear, right? So we got yep. hats and shirts and stickers. stickers. Poker chip. But I've been, so I've been cruising around their website, man, and like, I'm digging it, dude. So it's like, and it's super high quality, right? What, like, what's this the is website? A, so stingergolfco.com. So stinger. Stinger Golf Company. CO.com, yep. yep. right? But, like, look at the quality on this stuff. Oh, yeah, it's like, awesome. It's not like it's not like just some, you know, they're not just slapping stuff on a shirt, man. It's a no. like super high-quality shirt. Yeah. Hats are great. I'm and a I'm sticker at, guy, and, and I'm looking cool at the sticker. Prices are super reasonable. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, for polos, so they have polos, active wear shirts, and they also have... Um, graphic tees right but so like their whole premise is on or off the golf course like you can rock your golf gear and still be confident right which is super cool for me right it's like i want to be in golf gear when i'm on the range but i don't necessarily want to be in like golf yeah right um so i dig it also fellow veterans out of jacksonville florida and portions of their proceeds go back to veteran causes Sounds a lot like I mean, me. Sounds a lot like us. Can't argue with that. Sounds just like us, yeah, right? That's, awesome. that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, so super excited to see where our relationship with these guys goes. I uh, just yeah. wanted to give Stinger Golf a huge shout out for sending out the gear. Hope they're doing well over there in Jacksonville, as the hurricane was kind of cruising by. Yeah, we'll have to look at that and see exactly where they are. Check they were just posting, actually just posted a video, and they tagged us in our story. Oh, nice. Um, on the range, so hopefully they're doing good. There you go. Well, I know, I know it's passed by. I'm sure they've Florida, got Florida, but I'm sure, sure they got a lot of water. Yeah. So, shout out to them though. Definitely, uh, definitely going to check out their their website some more, and hopefully uh, build a relationship. And I'll probably, I'll, I'll definitely buy some gear, man, because the prices are, are awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's like a, a uh, dare I say, it's like a direct to consumer golf apparel rather than you know almost like some of the direct to consumer golf ball I think that, stuff. I mean, that's kind of. The way of the world now is a lot. Yeah, of, for sure. The big box stores are going to eventually. Well, go I mean, away. It, it, you, you, I think in golf, the box stores are going to stay for longer. Maybe they will, than some because of them, people still want to get hands on. Yeah, you want to touch gear. I, you want to be able to. I get it. It's equipment. But when it comes clothes, to apparel, you don't need to. You really. don't need to. So, but shout awesome. out to these guys, though, man. It's like super cool. We've engaged a little bit with them on social media, um, and obviously for us, it's it's huge for us to support our fellow veterans and their companies, but also yeah. 
for them to support us back you right. know, in that veteran community because yeah, awesome. I think sometimes our you know our community just, I don't want I don't want to say we get forgotten about but we support ourselves right. a lot you know and I well you know it's very very much internal support and I think it's that way because relatable mm-hmm. I mean you can relate to your fellow veteran where sometimes people that are are not a part of that group they don't they don't know how or they don't understand how mm-hmm. to provide that support you know because support doesn't necessarily mean like giving handouts or it's just for the veterans that I know it's it's more just being there mm-hmm. that's it that's all that's all they're looking for is just right. being there yeah it's just that's community it. man so yeah so www.stingergolf.com Oh, stingergolfco.com uh, spend more than 50 you get shipping and uh for 50 bucks on this website i'll tell you they're reasonably priced that's a lot of gear actually yeah you get a that's few, like you get a few things that's probably at least a hat polo and a shirt there you go and you're you're still just barely breaking 50 there from what go. i'm seeing there you like, go that's pretty solid man yeah you can't get that like in in other stores that's awesome thank you Stinger. shout Golf. out fellas thanks guys uh what else we got on the catch-up oh I was gone. Golfing. <laughs> I was gone. Stay on the golf track for a little bit. Yeah. I uh, I need to hear about all of this. Well, so the wife and I took a trip with our, our little one, our newest edition. The wee one. The wee one. There's a story with that. But anyways, we went we went to the UK. Uh, went over to England um, so the baby could meet some of the family. And we took a road trip. Now, you know, road trips for us... In the states, I think are kind of commonplace, but road road trips in in the UK, you know, people do them. Yes, they do them. It's not something very foreign to them, but they don't like to drive long distances. And for for me, six hour drive is nothing. That you know, here here in Salt Lake, six hours get you in Vegas. Another four hours, you're on the beach in California. Or could just spend two of them on a. 15 trying to get home <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's no big deal so we road tripped it we went from leicester ish city and we drove up to scotland went to st andrews went to edinburgh and then came back down like it was amazing few days um and you know while we were there i got to play some pretty awesome golf i'm not often jealous but when the st andrews picture started coming out yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Well, let's, let's just clear. I did not get to play St. Andrews. Um, I yeah, would have loved to, but it's it's kind of a process. I also and wonder if you just could appreciate it more just seeing it also and being oh, in the town. like The town is amazing. You can walk right onto the course. Crazy that you said they don't play golf there on Sundays, right? Yeah, like, so we were sitting there, um, the three of us, my wife, daughter, and I, we're sitting there, and we're just walking around and, you know, saw the 18th green, how incredibly large that green is like tv tv makes everything look smaller and it, flatter it flattens it and it makes everything look super small that place is not flat <laughs> it's not like that what do they call that the valley of death or whatever mm. on the 18th like it's just a big gully yeah it's big <laughs> but we walk down and there's the bridge the iconic bridge which you have a picture of of a you standing on of. at the world golf hall of fame but we're sitting there, and there's there's two other ladies there that are waiting to get a picture, and they they kind of schooled us a little bit on, 
you know, hey, the best day to come is on Sunday, and this is why. So the owner, the guy that owned the land many, many, many years ago, when he donated it, he said, yes, you can have the land, but no golf is to be played on Sunday because it's a very religious area. Mm. And that's the rule, and it's still the rule, except for when they have the open. The open. You know, obviously you change things a little bit, but for anybody that wants to plan a trip to St. Andrews just to see it, or even if you're going to play it, know that Sunday, Sunday's the day of rest there. You know, it's just, that's how it is. But we were able to walk out to the bridge. Well, ran out there, got some cool photos. We were lucky enough that the weather was amazing, like clear blue skies. It was, it was windy. You're on the coast, I think. You said it was like hot though, right? In some areas or? Well, not, not up in Scotland. When we were back down in England, it was, it was hot. Like it wasn't temperature hot it was like 88 degrees that's hot for but the, the humidity though. is like 80 90 percent yeah. like that that's pretty nasty for the for, UK. for my for my dry heat body like yeah, was, but even for all the people in the uk that must have been dying oh they were absolutely and it was hot that's like a heat wave but anyways back on st andrews amazing amazing to see um how old it is and how well kept it is yeah you brought back your boy a coin and a ball too man that's sweet yeah and another big course I got to see, didn't get to play, but got to see was the Belfry, which is hosted, I believe it was four Ryder Cups. Mm. The only course to ever host that many. Yeah. Um, and this is a little something about Ryder Cup history that I didn't know. I'm sure our, our buddy Paul would be like, oh, come on. But the Ryder Cup used to be just U.S. versus the U.K. or England. Mm-hmm. And then, then it they switched it to Europe. To Europe, yeah. yeah. Which I, I didn't know. I always thought it was like Europe. But anyways, so we got to see the Belfry. Amazing looking course. They have, that's the, the Belfry is the headquarters of PGA for the UK, mm. where St. Andrews is. The RNA. RNA. So. Royal and ancient. Yep. So it was, that was awesome to see. And then I got to play two courses while I was there. One, father-in-law's country club or golf club. Hinkley Golf Club, amazing course, like immaculate condition. Um, like you couldn't have asked for a better course. Like, yeah, one thing I really wanted to know was, are the are the buggies on the other side, like no, golf carts? No, basically, they're, they're, do do you go right side drive in a golf cart? No, I think that'd be so no, cool. No, they're left side drive. But you don't really drive there, right? Nobody has buggies. Like, I mean, his course had I think maybe like just just a handful. For some of the members that probably just can't really the, the older anymore, ones, you know, the disabled ones. Amazing course, had a great time. Um, and then the other course, Atherston Golf Club. Um, this one has some history with it too. They're the only golf course in the world to produce three Ryder Cup players. Um, most recent one is Paul Broadhurst, who's actually doing quite well on the Champions Tour on the right, Champions yeah. Tour right now. Um, now this course is probably the shortest course I've ever played. It's only, I think maybe 6,000 yards, maybe, but if you're not placing the ball in the right location, that course will eat you alive. Mm. And it's not an easy walk either. Like it, you think England's flat, go walk Atherston. Mm. It's not flat. (laughs) And it's, and it's built on old, uh, like coal mine area. Mm. So there's craters, there's, I think there's maybe two holes on the whole course where you can see 
the green from the tee box. Mm-hmm. Like even even one of the par threes, I think it's number nine. Like you get to see like the back eighth of the green, mm. and the I, I wish I would. I think I have a picture actually. The the flag stick you can see, but the flag stick is like eighteen feet tall. It is the oh, tallest. they do the long one. They yeah. do the super long one so you can see it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, those are always funny when you come across those because yeah, you don't see them all the time. Nuts. But then like you're like, whoa. Yeah, and then back to St Andrews, the flag sticks are really short, and that's because of the wind. Mm. You don't want it to yeah to play around too much. But anyways, um, Atherston, amazing course. Got to play that, and then afterwards. You know, get a full English breakfast. I mean, if you haven't had a full English breakfast, that that's something else. That's it's so good. Sausage, bacon, baked beans. Yes, Americans, baked beans. It's not mm-hmm. just for barbecues. Well, you know me, man. I'm like all in on this whole twenty two percent Irish thing, dude. So I'm like dude, I'm dude. digging like what dude, it's trying awesome. to learn about it all and yeah. like you know. I'm one of those lucky dudes who like Got some cool shit out of his ancestry. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like something I didn't know. Possibly Scottish though too. Mm-hmm. So, um, we we did get to go to Edinburgh and that dude that William Wallace stuff, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We can't like, forget the, about the William Wallace. This was this was an unplanned stop. We're just driving up to St Andrews. She's looking at stuff to see. She's like, how far how far is Sterling from where we're going? We looked it up. It was like a 15-minute detour drive. We're like, we got to do it. William Wallace Monument. Mm-hmm. You know, we hiked up to this massive, incredible, old, like, medieval tower. It overlooks, like, the valley where the battle was. Like, just incredible. Um, so anybody that's doing a St. Andrew's trip, definitely try to get out to Sterling. It's like an hour west of st andrews mm. hour 20 maybe um incredible edinburgh's incredible um second we got off the train in edinburgh bagpipes old medieval where was all the everything. harry potter stuff so that it's all kind of like centralized so it's near the castle um, in edinburgh in edinburgh yeah um the cafe where a lot of the books were written by J.K. Rowling is called the Elephant House. It's a mm. little coffee shop. We thought it was going to be packed. No. Five-minute wait. We sat down. We actually sat down at the very table where in some of the, the paintings that you see of her writing the books, it was like that's where we sat, was at that very table. Mm-hmm. And you could see the old school. That's an actual school, which was the inspiration for Hogwarts. You can see the castle. You can see Victoria Street and Candlemaker Row, which is inspiration for Diagon Alley. You see the cemetery where Voldemort mm. apparently buried, named mm-hmm. Thomas Riddle. Like, it's just incredible. And you can walk everywhere. Um, cobblestones, like, the works, man. It's, it's so just cool. incredible. It's just old with, like, modern stuff in it. Yeah, but it's also, like, super old. Oh, yeah, super, super so, like, old. anywhere like, you go. Centuries old. You know, like, we have a couple hundred years of history, but you're talking, like, oh yeah, multiple centuries. Oh, yeah. The two golf courses I played were established in 1890. Like, legit medieval shit. Now, 1890 you know? is before the state of Utah even became a state. That, that, gives, you, that gives you some history. 1897 is when Utah became mm. a state, so, or 1894. Sorry, I'm not that brushed up on my history. But I know those courses are older than this very state. Wow. And... 
you know, here in America, like, we don't have anything older than, like, 240 years old. Like, yeah, no, you could, like, so some, some, of the, some of the original colonies, the like, Native Virginia, American allegedly stuff, are there, but right. it's the spot. It's not right. like there's a castle. Right. You know, you have, like, the Native American stuff, like, you know. But even that stuff is usually, like, a recreation, you know. Right. So this stuff is old. It's there. It's still relevant. It's it's amazing. Yeah, they didn't just like rebuild castles and make them look old, right? Like no. it's still the fucking castle. Like it, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's it, so cool. It's awesome, and you know the history of Mary, the Queen of Scots, is everywhere there. Like you could spend a week there and still not get everything done. And unfortunately, we only spent like a half a day. But you know, we geeked out on the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Which I don't know how many people think of Harry Potter. All English. Well I, well, I had no idea that it was out of that she wrote that stuff out of Scotland. Right. So, incredible. It's super incredible. Um, driving over there for my first time, <laughs> nerve wracking at first, but you, oddly enough, you get quite comfortable fairly quick. Yeah. Um, it was like that for me in Japan. It did help to have an amazing co pilot kind of instruct me on the rules, mm-hmm. it helped a ton. Um, because there's a lot of roundabouts. I never saw one stop sign. It was traffic lights and roundabouts. That's, that's talking how they to roll. someone in a car like that must be better for you, right? Oh, way better. I can hear. <laughs> I can hear just fine. As those as those of you that know me, that know me well, know I'm deaf in my right side. So, if you're my passenger, I've my legit car, had an hour long conversation <laughs> in a car, and you just were like, "Huh?" Yeah, like if you're a passenger in my car, like. You've probably heard me say what or huh at least a hundred times, but in England, nothing. I, I hear just fine. You know, you can even roll the window down. I can roll the window down and hear just <laughs> fine. I can I actually hear the music better. That's funny over there because you know I get more speakers That's to hilarious. listen to. So amazing experience. Sorry, I kind of called you out there. No, you're good. And then you know our daughter traveling over there, we thought. You know, anytime you travel with a baby, you get kind of anxious. But she did amazing. I'd say, I think she probably slept maybe 80, 90% of the flights. Can't, can't ask for anything better. And than then that. in the car, she slept. And then when it was time to wake her up to go see stuff, just happy as can be. Like, perfect. I mean, I, you can't ask for anything better. Um, but yeah, back to the wee one. We were, we were, in, we were in a Scottish pub getting our breakfast and the i don't want to say waiter but because he's like the bartender i don't know whatever taking our order <laughs> he asks us if <laughs> anything for the wee one now i can't do really do a scottish accent so just just hear the scottish accent when i say that anything for the wee one made my trip like i love it i love i it was awesome i thought i'd have a hard time with the scottish accent which I didn't. I thought it was awesome. The one accent I did have a hard time was in Newcastle. Like, can't understand them. Sorry, the lady at Starbucks, I didn't understand you the four times you said something. <laughs> she just gave up. She's just like, it's okay. <laughs> and just like, just gave me like, go away sign. Like, it's okay. And I'm sorry, but um, yeah, couldn't hear you. I don't know what you said. I still don't know what you said. So... <laughs> But great trip. Um, I suggest it to everybody. It's amazing. That's awesome. You don't need a car to do these trips. You can take the train anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, we were fortunate enough to let have our mother-in-law let us borrow her car for a few days and kind of scoot around the country. That's sweet. So it, it was awesome. Fun to see. Fun to see the coast. Um, as you know, you love the water. I love looking at the water. I'm not a water person, but I enjoy looking at it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. A lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, we just summed up two weeks in like 10 minutes, huh? Yeah, two and a half weeks. That was crazy. Good for you. Yeah, but uh, stay tuned to hackandbagnes.com. I got a pretty, it'll be kind of a lengthy post, but it'll kind of talk about all that stuff with, with all the cool pictures. Oh, yeah, we've been on a little break since our tournament on that, though, so yeah, we'll get going again. Yeah, it's, you know. We've had, a, we've had so much going on. We had to on. decompress a bit. Well, we've had so much going on, man, with the oh, tournament, yeah. with moving, yeah, selling. Yeah. Yeah, it's vacationing. It's been know, wild. It's been a little, but a little crazy. Now we're settling back into, to the groove. So enough about us. Well, so when we move into the vent, though, how, have you been paying attention, or were you just were uh, you on or off the grid, man? I mean, I we was, talked maybe a little bit, but not a lot. I was mostly off the grid. I got I legit got trolled while you were gone. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. remember? Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I was a li- I was a bit off of the grid. Um, I caught a, more like UK news because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they got a Trump now too. Congratulations, UK! You got Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know this this guy is a goon. Trump's a goon. They're just uh, businessmen that are running countries, man. No big deal. The similarities are kind of like creepy. Yeah, because those of you who don't know who Boris Johnson is, he he is the British version of. Donald Trump. Was, what didn't you say? He's from actually from New York City. Though? Well, he's born in New York City. He has he has English parents, but he was born in New York City. He's got a terrible haircut, terrible hairdo. <laughs> he's slightly overweight. Yeah, he's odd looking. He is not like the ideal image you would want as a leader of your country. Mm-hmm. Hey, a lot like Donald Trump. I get it, but there's a lot of unknowns. Um, the UK faces a lot of uncertainty right now with Brexit and. All of that nonsense coming up. So who knows? I mean, he could be good. Well, a lot of countries are starting to move towards like isolationist kind of ideas, man. It's just, uh, you know, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, we're, I, we're going through this. So Brexit is all is not just about business and trade and all that stuff. It's also about securing their island and their borders and immigration. And their identity. It's the same know? thing. You know, they're, uh, Europe is essentially being forced into multiculturalism. Right, and then you know we're kind of going through the same shit here right. with our borders and different yep. stuff. So yep. I think it tends, you know, uh, I was talking. It's like a thing where things, like <laughs> politics, society, like all these things are inherently progressive, right? Yeah, like you're uh, you're going to change. Yeah, things are going to change. Um, sometimes they just fucking change too fast. Yeah, and I, I think agree. that's what the world has experienced lately. Right. Is like we've gotten some of the more left leaning people, and that tends to happen. And there's nothing wrong with that because. Right. And it, it, you know, a democracy is inherently liberal, right? And it changes how society yeah. reflects their government, right? Right. Uh, but sometimes it happens too fast, and I think you get a backlash, and right. that's usually when you're going to see right. sort of your Republican or more conservative right. governments overseas as well. Yep. But we're global. We're so globalized now. Yeah. It, it's going to come in phases where countries that are that think alike and are somewhat aligned, i.e., America and the UK. Yep. You're going to see political changes much the same. Yeah. And I know the society in Germany has sort of become that as well. I just, right. I don't think they've projected that into their government just well, yet. Well, I think... They I, all love Angie Merkel. I mean... Right. So, but I'm just saying, like, as a as a 
a bunch of coexisting sort of interdependent nations right that shift happens right i almost so i've been to germany and i almost get a sense that you know they're they're trying to accept everybody like they're trying to be like a melting pot almost i think there's too much because they're so embarrassed about they're so afraid of their past right post world war ii stuff um i get it but you you also have to understand is most of those people now they didn't kill jews man yeah most like they, they, not, they weren't around right. when all that. No, happened. I told you. Remember, I told you when I was there, I went to Dachau, and that's a concentration yeah, camp. And exactly. I saw this teacher, like chastising these kids. Yeah. And like I, I, you know, I, I understand. Like you got to learn from your past, man. Right. Otherwise, history repeats itself. Totally right. get it. But yeah. the, this lady, and obviously, like the German accent and the German language is very intense. Right. It's or very, at least it sounds intense. Very aggressive. So I could be totally missing it. Yeah. And but man, she just, just like it seemed like she was like yelling at these kids about this stuff. I'm like, dude, like. Yeah, they might have a great grandfather, maybe. Yeah, that like did this yeah. or whatever, right? Like, man, crazy. Yeah, it's I, just a sh- it's just a shift though. At all, oh yeah, definitely. You know, they'll, I mean, they'll get past some of that eventually. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'm sure there's still families in America that are like reeling from the fact that they were like their their family farm was like most likely had slaves. Had slaves, like yeah, exactly. Like I, I doubt many families in America are like proud of that. No, like, but it's something you got to move past. But it's the past. I mean, you you gotta get. That's you, like been a thing lately too. Have you noticed that? Like they're finding these politicians, like who are like four grandfathers removed from like being slave owners, and they're like calling them out on it. They have. That's you, sort of been a thing lately. It's that, just weird. That's, that's that's not right. That's on both sides of the aisle too. Oh yeah, they're doing that shit to Definitely. all these politicians. Yeah, like, they're just trying to dig up stuff that what did, we just looked it up what is it called it's called like doxing doxing where they just find old shit just find stuff they publish it online or like with malicious other, intent with though. That's malicious like the thing. intent that, that i think that's the that key started word. with like that started with like the blackface shit remember like people oh, yeah. they would find these guys that like went as like a black person for halloween yeah back in like who knows how long ago it wasn't right it wasn't it wasn't right back then but it, it happened and you know I don't know. Is, is, well, they they just bring it up and then try to throw it in people's face. Like right. like nobody said shit when that ha- it's like right. Nobody said anything back then. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, now like, all of a sudden, yeah. So crazy. Anyways, social well, media, man. That's what yeah. happens. Well, I think we kind of started the vent, so let's just keep We're going. pretty much venting. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep going. Um, let's you know, Texas, another dude. This whole our whole like platform here. I don't know if we've had an episode where we haven't talked about a shooting. Um, I would say probably not. Like, what the fuck, man? This shit will not look, dude. Well, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna there's shootings say, every like, day. So I've been. There are shootings every day, but these some of these mass shootings are just getting fucking outrageous. Like these yeah. idiots, man. They get like this dickbag got fired from his job and just yeah. started to, to go shooting. Like, come on, dude. What the fuck? Like indiscriminately driving down a road. Like this yeah. fucker went mobile. Like mm-hmm. that's a, he. So he hijacked a post. Like literally went postal. Like he hijacked a postal truck. Yeah. And like went down the road. Like indiscriminately firing on people. Right. Killed seven people. Twenty two wounded. Right. As young as seventeen months old. Yep. Shrapnel. This isn't a new thing either, though. Because remember, I think back in what was it in D.C. Where was the father and son that were the sniper team? They yeah. were sniping out of the trunk of a car. Yeah. Like. That was like a serial sniper case, yeah. Yeah, and then there was a guy in Denver that was just randomly shooting people on I-25. That happened in Phoenix, I think, too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over however many days. Yeah, he was driving through neighborhoods yeah. shooting people, too. So this, this, not a, this is not a new trend 
or a new thing. So this the gun issue or the the gun debate in this country at large is mm-hmm. like is one of those major issues where you're going to ask yourself like 20 years from now, right? What side of the argument were you on? Right. I am an advocate of the Second Amendment. I love guns, yep. Yep. and I love the fact that in this country I can protect my family. Right. But I am disgusted by the fact that just some evil criminal yep. who bought this, he purchased this firearm privately in a private sale. Yep. So there's something you got to look at. Yep. And, and he was able to do this. Like, yeah, it's, it's like sad. I've said, I've said many times, dude, I will, sub- I will, I will put myself through whatever background checks uh, the, yeah. m- you subject me to. Right. But you will never take my guns. Right. Never. Not going to happen. You will never take my ability no. to protect my family. Yeah. And in today's world, it has to be with a gun. And if anyone doesn't believe that, just look at Chicago. You've removed oh guns from Chicago, and people die there every single fucking day. It's it's I think because law-abiding citizens can't protect themselves. Right, that's exactly what it is, and you know i i see I see the reports over the from the weekends in Chicago. I think this last weekend was another thirty-three shot and killed, twelve injured, I believe. Like, I don't know. I I think these mass shootings. I, I think a lot of it. I think some responsibility relies on, you know, the media, like, in a, in a way, unintentionally, might be glorifying some of these Well, things. so if it bleeds, it reads, right? And right. that's what the media, the media has been predicated on yeah. that for a very, very long time. The yeah. news, everything. They want that shock factor because that's what attracts yep. people. Yep. That's the nature of that business. Well, it drives their, it drives But this has their, become a systemic fucking problem. Like, yeah. at some point, you have to be like, all right, I don't care about my ratings. I don't care about right. money. Like, we're not going to say this dude's name. We're not right. going to give him what he wants. Same with terrorism, right? But what I'm saying, like, there was another attempted active shooter at a Walmart mm -hmm. within the last week. But they don't talk about that. But it was stopped by a concealed carry law-abiding citizen. Like, that's what needs to be brought forward. That what needs to be shown because that will show these people that are on the edge of thinking of committing a Well, it could also empower the other people, too. It can. And they'll... Oh, some somebody stopped this guy that was trying to do what I'm thinking about. Maybe I, maybe I'll double, maybe I'll rethink this and yeah. go about it a different way. I, I I mean I don't know. Maybe, but it could also, like you said, empower those that that do carry or thinking about purchasing a gun for protection. Mm-hmm. Empower them. Hey, I can make change and I can do good with something that's been used to create bad. Yeah, this latest one, I don't know if it sparked uh, Walmart to make a decision, but Walmart's going to cur- dial back hard. Like They're stop selling ammo and firearms ammo, yep. in certain places or whatever. I, th- I don't know right. how they're going to do it. Like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are pissed. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, what? I don't care what stores sell what. Like, go to a different fucking store. Who cares? I'm sure some of the local gun My shops are like, it's like, sweet, it's, Walmart's out of, well, the, out yeah. of our out The of little it. guy is like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, it's like Chick fil A. The fuck, dude, I would love a spicy motherfucking chicken sandwich on Sunday. <laughs> but those fucking guys don't run their business at, at God knows how much money they, they don't make oh, on Sunday. Are I'm you sure. fucking serious? Like, yep. Because they've stuck to what they believe in. Like, I support yep. that. Yeah. If Walmart isn't comfortable with selling guns or ammo or whatever, okay. fuck them. Don't right. let them. Who yeah. cares? There's yeah. plenty of... There's ample other places. Like... Yeah. Like... My... You, I almost think it's kind of strange. Like you could go get some fucking chip and dip and 
get your oil changed and go buy some bullets. Let me get let me get my oil changed, buy some tires, get some chip and dip, check out how much the prices on the trampoline are. Oh, yeah. while I'm cruising past the trampoline, let me get some fucking twenty two long rifle. Like, well, come on, man. While getting your prescription filled. Exactly. <laughs> I get like it's a one stop shop, but some you can separate shit. Yeah, right? like, you, you can. And if you think that Walmart's not going to continue to make money on guns and ammo, you're fucking crazy. They'll find some other way. Like, they'll subsidize it somehow or whatever the fuck businesses yeah, do. Like, come on, man. They'll, they'll it's a fine. surface thing. They'll be fine. Fuck them. So, it's just a weird thing. Like, and I say, okay, okay, Walmart, stop selling ammunition. Go support your local guys that are selling it. You should be doing that anyways. Yeah. So, support local. I just think it's funny. Like, the knee jerk reaction shit sometimes is crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it doesn't bother me at all, though. If they're con- if they're that convicted about it, you know, let them yeah. let them do it. So you know, we're gonna and don't s- care. We're gonna stay on the gun topic, and we're gonna kind of roll into AOC and Crenshaw <laughs> and their little their little the Twitter Twitter spat. This is this is what our country has reduced itself to. Yeah, people can't even fucking talk to each other anymore. They have to go on fucking Twitter. Well, I bet you Crenshaw would love to go face to face with AOC. Oh, I don't think she'd do it. She wouldn't. I don't think she could handle him. Crenshaw is smart. He's way too smart. He's a smart dude. So while you were gone, I've actually I've really been paying attention to two people. You know, so like, I want to I'll make a new note here. So I recently moved, yeah, and I've deregistered myself from either party, yeah, and made myself an independent. There you go. I felt like I needed to do that so I can talk shit about both of them, no problem. Well, I mean, you, just saying. I, I don't think, feel like I don't really identify with either anymore. Right, and I don't I don't think, you know, in my opinion, I don't think anybody should have to identify with either either but i have been paying very close attention to two people yeah dan crenshaw Mm -hmm. he's not currently running for president but he's a republican allegedly a conservative one i don't i don't necessarily believe that he's from texas navy seal veteran yeah and tulsi gabbard but i really like her i've been paying a lot of attention to her uh veteran actually still in the guard in hawaii there you go currently running for president um i don't know if she had run in the past uh but she also a lot of people probably don't remember, but she even took a meeting with Trump uh, to potentially get a spot in his cabinet as a Democrat. Yeah. She also met with Bashar al-Assad. There you go. I don't know if you know about him. He's he's like uh, the leader of Syria. Yeah, kind of. And a he's bad kind dude. of a fucking crazy motherfucker. Yeah. But she he he like she went there to see what was happening in Syria, yeah. and he like invited her, and she's like, well, f- yeah, obviously I'm going to take a meeting. Same right. with Trump. Like, yeah, obviously I'm going to take a meeting if I'm asked. Yeah. But anyways, I've been following these two and they're veterans, and like if you watch like. Joe Rogan experience or some of these other things like those two Crenshaw's like you only see like snidbits yeah. of what's happening so you see right. all this fucking stupid shit like when you look at a video of Bernie Sanders it's greed 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 is the problem for everything socialism socialism but if you actually would listen to him talk you, you might actually understand him a little better and I caught wind of that, so I started actually listening. So Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang, a couple of these other people. There's a few I just can't even pay attention to, Elizabeth Warren being one of them. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to learn more about all these people, right? And I think Tulsi Gabbard and Crenshaw are the future of this country. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll actually, he says, Crenshaw said it, he's like, Tulsi and I talk all the time. We differ on a few things, uh, you know, especially like she's very much like regime chain wars are horrible. We're spending $4 billion a month in Afghanistan. That's true, and that's awful. Uh, Crenshaw is like, well, listen, like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not necessarily going to talk about a regime change war, but I will talk about like, going and taking the fight to the enemy, which I wholeheartedly believe in as right. well. Yep. But we don't necessarily have to like, rebuild an entire fucking country to do that. Right. So I get both of them, but these two at least will talk to each other. Like, yeah, and that's what we need. You fucking, yeah. 
That's like they could maybe even be, dare I say, president and VP together. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. There's a novel idea. <laughs> like what if what would that do for this country finally? Uh, yeah, it'd be if, amazing. It would just set the right example. Right. Right? So here's a little side note. If she were to win presidency, does she stay in the guard and drill? I don't think she could. Because she would be her I own boss. I don't legally think she could. Yeah, you'd have to. I think I think they would. Forced retirement? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's been that just like something six, popped into my head. So she's been in like 16 years. Like, they're yeah. both actual combat veterans. Like, yeah. I don't know if Tulsi was like in a fucking firefight, but she was in like a medical unit. But she, like, she oh, lost people, dude. Those, those medical Sometimes people, they get it worse. They, well, they, they, they see the worst. They of the see worst. it all. Ugh. So that's what I think that's what drives a lot of her ideas about these right. wasteful wars. Right. Which, when you've seen that stuff, when you see a lot of lives lost. Right. So she was there seeing the aftermath, and yeah. Crenshaw was there. Taking the fight to the enemy. He was a right. lieutenant commander in, the, in a Navy SEAL squad, like right. platoon. He yeah. was taking the fight to these motherfuckers. Right. Like, their mentalities are obviously different. But the thing to is, but them the, together, together would be great. Unstoppable. Yeah. And I just hope like we need more people like that. Yeah. Not fucking AOC who wants to say stupid shit on Twitter. And right. I'm a little disappointed in Crenshaw for even fucking entertaining, entertaining her. Yeah. Right. Not to mention, like he says, like, hey, law-abiding. So do you want to talk a little bit about what they said? Well, it w- what it's it like a back and forth about guns. I'm kind of curious to see what your opinion is on what he said. Um, I'm not a fan of letting friends borrow firearms. Phil, I love you. You will never fucking. I, I just wouldn't give you one of my guns. Right, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow somebody to borrow my firearm. I would allow somebody if we were if we were shooting. Shoot, fine. Yeah, perfect, but why the cool. fuck would I give you my gun to take home? Right. Hey, bro, take my gun. Mm, yeah. What the fuck? No, I, I, I disagree with Crenshaw there. I do. I mean, I didn't realize that was a thing. I didn't know people do that. Either did I. Why the fuck would you give anyone your pistol? Either. either like, dude, if, if you said, hey, I want to go shoot some ducks, I have a 12-gauge, you don't. Yeah. Okay. That kind of, okay, I guess. Like, right. But like, hey, bro. Like, but, I, but I also would never ask to borrow I know. somebody. I don't think most gun law-abiding gun people would no but it's also like hey bro i'm driving home i'm i'm i forgot my gun like can i borrow yours like no no it's just weird it's strange right so yeah i disagree with crenshaw on the whole borrowing i I feel like he was trying to make some kind of point right and it was just lost on it like lost on the like dude that's like Mm. Go get some mace and a knife. But what she said though, with the background checks and all the shit, and like abuse, like he's well, he must be friends with abusers. Like right. you don't know that. You yeah. couldn't possibly know that. Right? Come on. Yeah, I, I, I he's disagree. sticking to it though. I saw his story yeah. on Instagram. Like he's yeah, I mean, he's posting it. And hey, he's he's sticking to his belief, which which you have to respect. I I disagree with what borrowing a handgun to somebody. I I don't agree with that. But. And I also think it's kind of silly that he's even entertaining this Twitter spat. I'm surprised people even talk to this woman. Oh, my gosh. She drives me nuts. And I've seen a lot of videos of her. I'm having a hard time finding anything that's been intelligent. I've not found any redeeming qualities. (laughs) Other than the fact that she had balls enough to leave a life of bartending and run for Congress. Houston, there's no intelligent life here. (laughs) <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, you got to respect someone who's like, 
Hey, she put herself out there. She went to college. She like yeah. put herself out there. Yeah. Like was like left a life of bartending to become Congress. Like that's and, the American dream, dude. You know, and I hope I hope I hope her intentions were to try to make positive change. I just don't know if I don't know. She's, I don't think she's even educated enough on her own party's ideals, no. like that extreme left. Now, and there's a video of these two these two gentlemen from Venezuela that fled Venezuela that basically just call her out like you don't know socialism you you don't you've never seen it you've never lived it mm-hmm. don't try to bring it here because all it does is cause destruction um it's it's pretty bad so hopefully she's i, I think she's a one and done to be honest with you well i know there's a couple of people running against her already. yeah there's this there's a, a jamaican born american lady there in her district that's running she seems incredibly intelligent smart and hopefully somebody like that kind of beats her out. And I, I hope the people in her district see <laughs> that there is better options than AOC. So we'll see what happens. And I also saw something with AOC that she started a business, never paid her taxes on it. So the government, like, closed that business, like, took the license away, and she still owed. I don't know if it's been paid yet, but she still owed some, some business tax wasn't a whole ton. It was shy of two thousand, but mm. she she's not squaring up her debts. <laughs> so mm. nuts. Release your tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see those. And did you and did you claim all your cash tips as a bartender? Just asking. You know she didn't. Yeah. None of them do. Nobody does. Who the, uh, still the <laughs> whole Twitter thing, dude? Like these, it just underscores the serious problems. Like. So, it, it played out to me like the husband and wife who sit on a couch and talk to each <laughs> other through Facebook. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like, come on, man. I I, I think I think we'd be better we're off not, if politicians were not allowed to be on Twitter. Yeah, it's just it's surprising to me that we're so far from removed, the very top, so far removed down from actually engaging with people. Yeah. So like, I get the whole I get the whole like political person like being able to talk on social media it's just become the the new fireside chat right it's, right. it's just the fireside chat right. modernized yeah but fuck me if it's not fucking ridiculous sometimes like it's you just, realize how stupid these people it's are. that mentality to get information out so quick without thinking without thinking it through yeah i mean how quick does it take to type a tweet just a matter of seconds like click 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 you you, you got you know a couple sentences and hit send now as soon as you hit send it's out there. The People internet. are screenshotting it, saving it, this and that. You can delete that tweet. The internet is forever. <laughs> but that shit's still out there. Oh, yeah. So be careful with how you use these tools. They're tools. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Like now, a hammer. Well, the thing is... A like, hammer is a tool. It can seeing, build a house. It can see, take a life. You're also seeing a lot of these people like coming of age now, so they're being held yeah. responsible for the shit that they said when they were like 14. Yeah. Like you're not you're not a, a cognitive thinking adult at that point. I'm yet, but, sure you know. glad that the shit I said and did as a 14 year old are not out there on the internet. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, dude, I was like a punk rocker, man. My beliefs back then were way different from yeah, yeah. you know, and I was just naive and didn't even know what the fuck I was. And talking mine were about. super super conservative. Let's just say that. Okay, very so, well. Very very like kind of, I would say closed minded in a way. Like straight edgy. Uh. Well, I hung out with a lot of straight edge, but it was, it was more, yeah, kind of like that idea. Like, well, I'm glad you're not that now because I would punch you in the mouth. <laughs> so, but it's, I mean, obviously, that's a very hard line way to live life, man. It the, is the straight edge, and kid. it's actually like not 
good. Mm-mm. Like you, you lose out on a lot of cool experiences when For you have sure. a closed mind. So, anyways, let's move on. Uh, let's move on into into the. Uh, sorry if I laugh, but the hurricane. It just reminded me of a video I saw about the hurricanes. But so we have the hurricane. Is it Dorian? Dude, is that how they're pronouncing yeah. it? Dorian? So shout out to Abacos Island, man. Those guys got hurt bad. Yeah. There's like seventy thousand people right now that needed relief. I know that I know that yeah. the death count right now is like twenty. I'm sure that's gonna go up. Two hundred thousand plus without power in the man, Carolinas. They got fucking smashed, dude. Dude, they're getting yeah, I mean, and it's I think as we speak, it's kinda headed towards Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Um Charles, yeah, I think we were seeing that on the news. Yeah, really. Charleston, you know, dude, they evacuated got, got so, a bit of damage. They evacuated all the fucking recruits off of Paris Island, man. Whoa. They moved them down to Georgia. To Albany, Georgia, that's their oh, hurricane really? plan. Yeah. Oh. So you know that they were that's a big movement. <laughs> that's a lot you know? of that's a and lot that of that interrupts people. a ton of training. So Oh yeah. Yeah, I was talking to one of my buddies, he's a DI. He's like, dude, okay. I'm so glad I I'm not there. I'm so glad I don't have to smell those fuckers, like how nasty they are. Because <laughs> no, like sure. these kids are basically camping now for a week. Oh yeah. They don't have the infrastructure to handle like right twenty thousand recruits or whatever the fuck it is, right? Right. Yeah, but yeah, you, but to them. to enact that plan, you know it's a big deal. You know it's a big yeah, deal. They're yeah. worried about it. So yeah, uh, Bahamas, man, fuck, dude. Have you seen any of the pictures of the flowers, dude? It's I devastating. Have. It's, it's, it's devastating. It's, it's sad. More on that here in a second. I'll tell you some of my experiences overseas, but but with the hurricane, you know, hopefully. I mean, I think it was down to a Cat 2 now. Yeah. Well, it hit Abacos as a Cat 5. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, that's right there with Katrina and Irma and yeah, some of these other... Yeah, with what, Puerto Rico? Yeah. Uh, who was... What was that? Mar- Maria? Mary? I Wasn't remember. it Irma? Irma? I don't was know. Was it Irma? I have no, no idea. I thought it started with an A. It was bad. I could be wrong. We're bad. Sorry. Anyways. Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, it, it dies off quickly and, you know, we can recover quickly from that and the bahamas can get to get through it um nobody's faked any weather videos though the guys that are standing in the wavy water are actually in the wavy water yeah we saw that like they're actually in that in that one news broadcast we were watching there were dudes out there trying to like swim and surf in this stuff like come on that's a little extreme whatever man teach their own i mean Uh, fucking surf at your own risk yeah that's not not what I'd be doing. But with a hurricane, um, I did see a video that made me laugh. <laughs> I got to mention it. And there, well, because it plays into like some of this other shit, like the same political, stupid, it, it's ridiculous insane. shit. Like. So this dude, he was in Florida and he is solely, he, he is so convinced that we can change the weather. And he's talking about, you know, yeah, they keep telling us that the hurricane's happening because the warmer water temperatures and the cooler air, this and that. And he's like, why don't we get the Navy to go throw a bunch of ice in the ocean to cool down the water? It's oh. like, really, guy? And then he's like, and then the high winds, he's like, why don't we get the Air Force to fly a bunch of jets around the hurricane the opposite way <laughs> to stop it? I'm like, come on, man. And then like, the, the media said Trump wants to nuke it. Yeah, like, come on, man. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking about, dude? I'm like, sorry, but but Mother the fact Nature that people are out does there, whatever she wants. The fact that people are out there and think that you could actually do that. Honestly, like, come Yeah, on. let me drive a big Navy fucking ship into a hurricane and drop an ice cube. Come on, <laughs> So now we, now we laugh about this, and it, it seems absolutely absurd. But um, we learned something, was it this year, earlier this year, when we were down in St. George, I don't know if you remember... 
about what was it like? Uh, what did that waitress tell us? Right? You're no, it wasn't about- the waitress. It was my nephew's girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. She was talking about how they what the fuck was that? Called? They're creating rain. That's right. And oh, people people were extre- extreme on that. Like conspiracy cloud too. seeding. Yeah, they're saying that they thought the government was making storms. But it's a real thing. <laughs> cloud seeding is a real thing. But they're saying like yeah. But the fact that people think they can fuck with Mother Nature is like... Or create a hurricane. Well, the thing is like, hey, go back to the ice cube thing. What are you going to go up to the fucking polar ice cap and take a <laughs> chunk of it? You're already upset that it's going away. <laughs> oh. Now your climate changing even faster. Speaking like, of that, while I was away, I know it's kind of a little off topic, but the big thing over there was Trump about buying Greenland or some something. That did happen, yeah. Um, he, actually, he actually canceled a trip to Denmark because... He talked about buying Greenland and was right. basically scoffed at. Yeah. It's, it's apparently something America's wanted to do for a long time. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, either did I. If they buy it, I might move there. But Greenland, the the ice sheets and stuff are growing. The Antarctic, Antarctica is growing. So I'm not buying in and all this global warming stuff. How come nobody's talking about that? Because it doesn't fit the agenda. Interesting. Well, and that goes into the whole climate debate, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just had a climate debate. But, yeah, but hey, people, you can't fucking change hurricanes, man. No, you can't. He'll, I would say this, though. So I was in Japan. I guarantee for, the Navy's not, doesn't not have gonna, enough ice cubes. They're not going to fucking move a boat into a hurricane <laughs> and try to drop an ice cube. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. They don't have any gun or laser. And or the Air Force stuff. aren't going to waste fuel that to fly around there. Right? You, you just can't. You can't do that. But I was So I was stationed in Okinawa, and we used to get typhoons. And the only difference yeah. between a hurricane and a typhoon is the, the body of water that they come from, right? right? So a typhoon in the Pacific. And they rotate tsunami is different from the ways. Pacific, right? You go in the Atlantic, yeah. Atlant- you get a hurricane, you get a tidal wave. Yeah. Um, but like when, that, when 311 happened, that big-ass earthquake, yeah. it shifted the island. The island moved like eight fucking feet. Yeah. And then before that, you remember in 2006 when we had that massive tsunami, that right. earthquake in like Sri Lanka? Right. So like... I got out there in 2004. We used to get hit with typhoons all the fucking time. Right. It was like a normal occurrence. Yeah. But that island, the infrastructure, dude, everything is like, it's like a concrete island. Like everything, yeah. all the homes, everything. It's, it's very resilient. Like why the fuck are we not doing that here? I know in Florida they do like a lot of center block construction. Right. Look at Abacos. Like, dude, it was just normal wooden buildings. Like, come on, man. You yeah. know you're going to get crushed by a hurricane at some yeah. point. They don't do that. Like in Okinawa, they didn't do that, right? Right. When that fucking tsunami happened in 2006, like, we didn't get typhoons for a long time after that. Yeah. And then the, in uh, 2011, at least not like we used to. Right. And then 2011, when it hit, it, like, shifted back. Yeah. And now they're getting, like, massive typhoons. Right. And, like, these weren't baby storms, man. Like, they're, like, you know, throwing cars and doing all that kind of stuff. We used to stand the gates during that. But, like, yeah. I remember seeing an Okinawan dude, like, piss on himself, like, he was pissing into the wind. Ooh. <laughs> like, but I'm, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like life just sort of went on, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> get over it, dude. You can't fucking nuke a fucking hurricane. No. Or a typhoon or and, any of that. And, and, and people were saying like Trump was all about it. Like, oh, you're going to fucking nuke a hurricane and make it go away. Come throw, on, Throwing man. a few ice cubes in the ocean isn't going to do it. I don't even think either. that would fucking work. No. Where do people come up with this shit? I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's Yeah, these... your fucking paper straws aren't working either. Absolutely not. I don't know, man. This whole debate is crazy. So, um, Farmer's Almanac saying we're going to get one of the worst winters we've ever had. Uh, that's what I've been hearing. And it's going to destroy the whole climate narrative. But I've also heard it's going to happen more in like the Northeast. Yeah. 
Midwest, Northeast. I don't know where I'm at on, on the whole climate thing. I don't necessarily believe the extreme people who say we need to stop eating meat because cow farts are like <laughs> fucking up the weather or whatever. But at the same yeah. time, dude, you cannot tell me, you just can't tell me that there are fucking billions of people on earth yeah. that we haven't fucked it up somehow. Oh, yeah. You can't absolutely. say that. But, right? but climate like, change is nothing new to earth. Like, We've had the Ice Age. Yeah, sure, but I'm just saying, Things like, change. people have obviously impacted the environment. Oh, Let's absolutely. just be real. Yeah. But, I mean, to say, like, by 2012, like Gore was saying, by 2012, we are going to die or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Eh, it's kind of come and gone. Like, where you at, buddy? A little off, man. <laughs> where you at, buddy? A little off. <laughs> they, then they just twisted the narrative again. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously, 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 like, the sheer amount of fucking people that we have here and the stupid shit we do yeah. has clearly fucking changed the environment a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I'm not a, I'm not like a denier, a science no. denier. No. But like I just don't think it's as bad as people are saying. No, it, it's you, you get You ever been through a fucking polar vortex or one of those nor'easter cold snaps, dude? <laughs> There's no fucking global warming, you know. Yeah. But you can't what what I do believe is like the extremes in the weather yeah. is definitely probably human caused. Uh yeah, I could see that. Just I, all we, the shit we've We've done. definitely seen well, I've seen the shift in the climate here in Salt Lake. Because as a, as a kid, I remember getting lots of snow. Now, I know when I say lots of snow, that doesn't compare to what you've seen in Buffalo. But Yeah, but Buffalo doesn't get the same amount of snow it used to either. But or at least not as often. We used to get feet of snow overnight. Schools canceled. They even canceled church, which is a huge thing here. <laughs> um, like, that's a lot of snow. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen winters like that in number of years probably since like olympic time and we're approaching 20 years out of the you know post olympics yeah that kind of happened like in buffalo like it sort of slowed down and then you know they got hit with a bad storm i was telling my wife like my buddy sent me a picture yeah and like people in buffalo don't send pictures of snow yeah unless it's fucking bad. <laughs> unless it's bad so yeah. i started getting pictures of snow i'm like ooh, this is bad Ooh, yeah but that hadn't happened in like a couple years right i was trying to explain to my wife and, and my sister-in-law like mm -hmm. dude i took my road test to get my license in like half a foot of snow at least yeah like on the road oh yeah that's just that was normal yeah when we would play tennis in high school and we would start tennis you know end of february march time frame we had to go like beginning of school go plow the snow off the mm -hmm. tennis courts Hope that they would drive by the end of the day and play tennis. Like yeah, like we, we were did. telling my kids, like like my my wife was like, yeah, your dad like doesn't get snow days. He didn't get snow days. There was a time, dude, like we had to make all the kids in the bus go sit on the back axle just to give it some to traction. get some traction to get up a fucking hill to get to school. Like yeah, if like when I lived in Virginia, dude, if if there was even a flake in the air, they canceled school. Well, that's how that's how it was in Missouri. Yeah. I was there. I think it snowed. Remember that one? Half I, well, an we, inch. Coincidentally, we there at the same time and didn't know each other. But here we are. Yeah, they, like, shut down the base. And I was like, I looked outside. I remember looking Dude, they outside. Were so, like, they were so unprepared, though. They would send, you know, those yeah. engineer graders? Yeah. That's what they plowed the back roads oh, of yeah. Leonardwood with. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a scientist, dude, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not qualified to talk about the numbers and the data and all that stuff. But yeah. what, I, what I feel like as a fucking normal civilian, what I'm – like qualified to talk about is all the assholes that <laughs> fucking twist narratives and push these agendas on yeah. either side of it. Yeah. You got dick bags like, no, nothing's happening. Well, you're clearly wrong. Yeah. You got other people saying like, oh, you're going to die in four years. Like, Doomsday. dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Shut up with that, dude. A cow fart is not going to fucking <laughs> send this world into like, fuck you, man. I want to eat my damn cheeseburgers and I like steak. Hey, I've smelled some human farts that are worse than cow farts. Let's just be real here. <laughs> 
I'm good at that. <laughs> Especially Dude, earlier today. Dude, I have today. fucking guts. My guts are <laughs> dead. They smell it. Anyways, um, that's what we got. Cow farts, bro. I mean, the climate debates, you know, we've saw... I didn't really watch it. It looks stupid. Uh, kind of kind of. Boring. Speaking of debates, though. Yeah. And, and going back to Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Her party is fucking scared of her. They should be. So let me say this. So that, that one of those first debates, you remember we were kind of making fun of it? Yeah. So I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention much to her then, but Tulsi went after Kamala Harris, mm. and Kamala Harris has dramatically reduced numbers in the polls. Right. And, and you liked Tulsi's, her for a bit, right? I did. Yeah. I just think she's unique, and people are going to... I'm didn't. i not going to say I liked her. I was paying attention to her because right. I think people are going to like her. Yeah, exactly. Tulsi, I actually like. I actually agree with a lot of what she says. Right. Um, but her numbers are starting to climb. But they've they've there's no transparency in the democratic process the democratic party process of how to get into these debates, yeah. and they're not allowing Tulsi Gabbard to get on stage and come to these mm. debates, even though she has like a massive grassroots following. So it's like right. you got to have however many unique donors, and you got to have right. these polls, and she's polling at like four percent or higher in some of these polls, but they're saying they don't qualify. They're scared of her. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens. I would like to see more of her and Crenshaw. Yeah. Like, I want to know more what they're talking about. Crenshaw's not in any position to do anything big right now. No. Hopefully, right, right now. Hopefully he stays in Congress. Hopefully he yeah. provides a pathway for right. people to start talking again. Right. Instead yep. of fucking being stupid. Yep. Anyways, folks, that's what we got. What do you got coming up? What Anything? do we got next? Uh, I'm building a chicken coop and hanging TVs and... I got to work on working my car. On, you're going to work on your car. Hopefully, I'm going to have a running vehicle. This I'm going to work in my house. And and maybe, just maybe, we might get to play some golf. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, uh, One more time. Shout out Stinger Golf. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Stand up.